opportunity for asking a question that no one in Congress has the cojones to raise. Uh, and this, this opportunity to ask questions of officials under oath and get answers instead of getting locked up for it uh, would be particularly compelling. Some of the questions that I would particularly force answers to, how many Americans have been subjected to so-called incidental collection by the National Security Agency? Uh, you know, how many uh, Americans have, uh, uh, you know, continue to bear penalties as a result of convictions for nonviolent drug offenses that have no constitutional basis for being criminalized in the first place, right? How many veterans could be served if we allowed uh, non-pharmaceutical treatments for depression, PTSD, or anxiety, right? These are crucial questions that no one is asking that in an oversight role, uh, you could really get to the bottom of Although Another one that is particularly sharp for me in the wake of the last few weeks, we now have an international war criminal leading the CIA. And you know, this, this, the CIA torture scandal and the drone strikes uh, escalation of the agency's long-established and continuing enduring human rights abuses is an, a perfect example of the bipartisan co-optation of our Constitution because Democrats have had their hands all over it. And this is an arena where, as a member of Congress, not only only would I be uh, actively investigating government agencies through the oversight role, shaking facts loose to inform the news cycle, being an ally to whistleblowers instead of the kinds of members of Congress who throw them under the bus consistently. Um, in addition to that, there is a profound opportunity to work across the wings of the political system to outflank a bipartisan, a bipartisan establishment uh, that has its head in the sand. We've already established any number of places, healthcare, housing, drug policy, uh, foreign policy, where uh, corporate Democrats are basically promoting conservative principles. The way around that, there are on each of these issues, not each of them, but on many of them, certainly drug policy, parts of the foreign policy equation, civil liberties, and political process reform, there is a consensus across the political spectrum and available alliances with libertarian members of Congress who have before with, joined with progressive Democrats already overcome the institutional inertia of the bipartisan center. Uh, I'll just move one last thing. There was a recent study uh, done, I believe it was with uh, professors from Columbia University who uh, documented empirically and with some de degree of statistical rigor that the most uh, uh, prone to authoritarianism uh, perspective in the United States are centrists, which is to say it is the bipartisan establishment that by appeasing a criminal president is in danger of ducking us all into the punch of emerging authoritarianism. And, and that is the train that I hope to, to stop from reaching the next station. And that requires members of Congress who are willing to throw themselves on the tracks. And that's exactly what I'm going to Congress to do. Throw yourself at the jam. I have one question. I mean, Saeed, I have one question. Do you, do you take time at all just to be an ordinary human being? Or is your mind going at all times and all times with all this stuff? It's kind of mind-blowing to hear you. And I just want to say I love you, brother. I Take some too, time to be an ordinary human being like the rest of us. How's that? You know, I love you too, Dave. You've been an inspiration to me for, for 15 years. Folks, some folks, some of your listeners might not know that when we launched the 16th Admission Outdoor Art Convergence, uh, which has had an outdoor open mic every week for the last 15 years, one of our original inspirations was our host, Diamond Dave Whitaker. Uh, 
And uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a normal person to the extent that I have passions outside politics. In fact, I was just out at 16th and Mission last night uh, at 11:30 singing the blues. Okay, um, well, that's all and, and he's going to DJ a festival next weekend. I, I, from what I hear. We're doing all this stuff, but it's up to you to talk to yourself a bit. You're talking to me. You're talking to everybody here. You're talking to your best listener, but talk to yourself and a little bit sometime and say how I can can I take some time after Tuesday to take some time and you. You don't want to give yourself a brain explosion too much because I'm like, well, my God, what's going to happen to this dude's brain? And just take a little quiet, a little rest, and we'll see what happens. You're one of you, maybe you, will be the number two with the Nancy Pelosi and one of the two of you. But the rest will come, and then will be the first day of the rest of our lives, and let's figure out what to do and how to do it and come together as equals, as brothers and sisters, sisters and brothers, human beings here at the planet. In the green to the green state city neighborhood the mission green and thank you in fact i was just brought in by uh, I, I think Jasmine i think i think what we're getting down to here is that diamond dave cares about everybody's well-being as we do here on the common thread collective um but uh being here today has been a really enlightening conversation i'm glad that we got to have three of the candidates to come into the same room we can kind of see where some of these issues um you know definitely cross over between and amongst the candidates but also just within this kind of voting block that we really um can have here, especially in San Francisco, a movement of people um, who are seen and are no longer have the blinders on about the two-party system that has really failed us in many respects. Um, you know, I, I also would you know give credit to all of our public servants, but um, certainly um, not to the. Uh, you know, the, the, the corruption of, of those values that may have put them in there in the first place. But I think that the values in this room um, really represent a new era of ethical uh, representation um, and certainly passion that can take us forward and out of some of this mess. So what do you say? Housing, health care and cannabis. Let's figure it out. Dave, just keep it organic, brother. That's right. Don't pan it. Keep it organic. Shahid Buttar, um, your your uh, website is shahidforchange.us. That's right. And Barry Hermanson, your website is? BarryforCongress.org. And Bar it's a number four. Barry for Congress. B-A-R-R-Y. Yes. Congress.org. Sorry. Yeah. Barryforcongress.org. Oh, thank you. Oh, we're getting, we're getting taken care of here because this is community. Thank you. Um, thank you all for being here. Um, if you have any other final comments you want to make, and then we'll kind of wrap it up and, and uh, go back, go into the rest of our programming here this afternoon. But we're certainly happy that you're here and uh, flexible. Go ahead, Barry. Well, I just, I just want to say to all the other candidates, um, during this last few days uh, before the election, it's uh, traditionally it's a time of just incredible stress. You wake up in the morning and you say, what is it that I haven't done? I, I, what can I do extra in order to get up over the top? Um, I've done this before. And, and uh, you know, I finally it's, I finally decided it's I've done the work. I know you've done the work, Shahid, uh, that it, it's time just to have some fun yes do some work do some work but enjoy the last few days of the campaign yeah and thanks val for bringing us together it's always fun to share a forum
Right. Well, folks, you have been listening to the Candidates Forum for District 12 of California, re representing San Francisco in the House of Representatives, Shahid Buttar. Barry Hermanson and Ryan Kajaste joined us here today. They're all challenging Nancy Pelosi, and I wish all of you great um, luck. And I think um, it's beyond luck right now. We're just, uh, I think I think we're seeing a real change in this country, and I think that a lot of change is possible. And we're, we're talking about it, and we're seeing it happen right here, right now, at Mutiny Radio, here in the Mission District of San Francisco, uh, where we like to pr uh, support and promote and practice free speech um, because it, it's a it's kind of a solemn reminder that um, there are many people in this world and not just uh, far and away but in this community um, who don't have the right to exercise their right to vote um, or fear exercising their right of free speech and um, you know we're here to send uh, love and positivity uh, and a hope for peace and that we can have all this uh, these wonderful new leaders who are emerging to come out and and move us in that direction in a, in a grander systemic sense uh, while the rest of us here hanging out in the mission district uh, can you know warm your hearts lead with a guitar in our hand and our brother John is coming back with a song and then we have these two sisters these two sisters just come in hey Val then we have these two sisters who are going to be playing some guitar too oh wonderful so leaders can exist but by the way I, I say goddesses glory sisters glory this women stepping up hey Michelle hey. and one of the ways to step might step up is with a guitar in your hand so, enough, so John, get up there, and then these two women are, are, are getting together, and they're going to come up and uh, take us to our next uh, whatever. All right. Well, while John gets set up, I'll play a little music while he gets his microphones adjusted. You're listening to the Common Thread Collective. And remember, we love you.
music from Rastaria, uh, that song. I love to play that song. It's called Illegal. Um, illegal immigration is just an illusion. And as Diamond Dave would say, borders are just a line on their map. And so here at the Common Threat Collective, uh, we, we, we believe in coming together because we all share this one planet. And uh, why would we want to hurt each other to share it? So... We've got John Rodanio back up on the stage. He opened the show for us today, and he's back with his guitar. And take it away, John. Welcome back. Thank you. So, uh, I'm, although I just did a song by uh, open with a song by my wife, Vicky Leidner, I'm gonna do another Vicky Leidner song because I think some of our candidates need to hear it. So, this one's called Peanuts. They have a salt peanuts. Peanuts. They give us peanuts. The Democrats give us peanuts. Republicans. They take our peanuts. They take our poor peanuts away. and Republicans really the same Their only difference just in name Dems give you peanuts, repubs take them away Bear the boat, deep ass shit and pay for play This land is your land, it ain't no more Rule by big business and that's the score Peanuts They give us peanuts 
Democrats, give us peanuts. Republicans, they take our peanuts. They take our peanuts away. Shrinking middle class, they ought to make a fuss. Sadly, if you're poor, tossed under the bus. No aristocracy, ha, that's a joke. Workers are just slaves renamed and held by yoke. People come together, we can't just shout and scream. Stand up and join in a global dream. Peanuts. Give us peanuts. Democrats. Give us peanuts. Republicans, they take our peanuts. They take our peanuts away. This land is your land, this earth is one. Can live on 20 bucks, we're not scum. Can let them rape the earth, treat us like the minions. People stand up done this before. Yes, we can say that it is glass war. Peanuts. They give us peanuts. Democrats. Give us peanuts. Republicans. They take our peanuts. They take our peanuts away. Speak truth to power, don't sit on your ass. Shout, scream, don't buy from the ruling class. Raping the earth, causing mass slaughter. Poisoning the air and land, killing sons and daughters. People come together, it's their finest hour. We got the numbers to take the power. Peanuts. They're giving us peanuts. The Democrats. Give us peanuts. Republicans, they take our peanuts. They take our peanuts away. <laughs> right on, John Rodano. <laughs> uh, and Vicky for her for her her lyrics to that song. You have any uh, shows coming up, John? Uh, I, not till September. Not till September? September? So I'll come back in and if I talk about it now, nobody will remember. <laughs> <laughs> that's, poss that's probably true. September so, uh, seems right around the corner. Would you like to sing another song? Yeah. So I'm going to do another song uh, called Mr. San Francisco, and this pretty much covers everything that a, uh, a uh, candidate might want to know about San Francisco, so. Well, I'm packing up my bags, get set for moving day. Gotta go and find me a cheaper place to stay. You know, the rents, they keep on rising. It's getting to be more than I could pay. Well, I might be better off if I just move across the bay. So I'm checking out the Craigslist, nothing coming up. Go to get some coffee, it's four bucks a cup. And the deli on the corner is now a salam on there. For a buck I get a pickle and a really cold-hearted stare. 
San Francisco's moving out, Manhattan's moving in. You could hardly tell the difference when you're looking from Marin. If you wanna understand it, you gotta read some Howard Sin. Cause the working poor are moving out, and big money's moving in. Now the artists and musicians getting scattered all around. The teachers get the message, there's no place for them in town. And the tourists want to see the painted ladies, not just houses in the old field floor. But the color in the city just ain't gonna be here no more. Well, I'm Mr. San Francisco, I don't want to leave. I can't beat the magic of Mayor Lee Sleeve. So much money in the city. So they're building all these condos, they're blotting out the sky. But none of them are built for me, there's nothing I can buy. Just a bunch of stacked up boxes, ticky tacky, and they all look the same. Move over, Nostradamus. Melvina has much better aim. That's Melvina Rouse. Well, whatever happened to the power of the vote? All these changes being made by the biggest bank note. So I went to City Hall to see if I can get me some kind of break. But they're having a big old party. And they gave me a piece of cake. Well, there's so much construction, they're building dead and night. And all the backroom deals will never see the light. And they say if they keep building, they'll be housing for one and all. It's about the biggest scam that they ever kicked up in City Hall. Yeah, Mr. San Francisco, I'm just hanging on. I try to tell my story to the gate and the cron. They act like I'm just talking about some dirty strap-on. Well, you never know what it really means until you finally go to miss the festival things you left back in San Francisco. Just another little piece of my heart. And it really ain't so well hid. I'm gonna come back to visit just like Mr. Tony Bennett did. Now we used to be a city of love with flowers in our hair, but now, but now the blue recycle bins are the only way we share. Will it take another earthquake to get us all back together? With Joe DiMaggio in that soup line, it made us feel a whole lot better. Got through the darkest days of murder, buried milk, and the mayor couldn't stop the Kool-Aid killer, 900 lost in prayer. And if you eat a Twinkie, you know the craziness just won't stop. And my wife's on the corner, and she's giving some flowers to a cop. Well, I'm Mr. San Francisco, I don't want to leave. I can't beat the magic of Mayor Lee Sleeve. So much money in the city. Chinatown to the mission, Richmond to Hunter's Point. Everybody sits together when they go to Tommy's Joint. But there's a dark side to the city as her classes split into two. Need a bigger room in the North Beach Saloon. Then drink away your troubles with the blues. 
Uh, we got this rainbow of love. From Castro to the fairies, we won the Super Bowl, we won the World Series, and we partied all night in the street with our glory for happy and our glory and our fame. But too many had no home to go to, and that's our biggest shame. Right on, hey, John. Uh, you always, you always nail it. It's so good to have you here. And hey, outside the door, Val, is two of Trio Cambio. I was calling it a Trio Cambio duet. So let's put some music on. And they're out there practicing. I know they'll have something which will fit right in. I'm doing the sisters standing up. Trio Cambio duet coming up. So put some music on if you will. I will. And I'm sure you have some things to say. I'm going to go get them. I do. Well, also, I'll let you guys know that MAP is happening tomorrow. That's the Mission Arts and Performance Project. Um, I'm sure that the duo of Trio Cambio will be mentioning that. They're going to be performing in MAP, I think, in the Secret Garden tomorrow evening. MAP um, is a free event where you can go to various spots around the Mission District that have opened up their doors um, to become art and performance venues. So check out the schedule for tomorrow, June 2nd, MAP, that's M-A-P-P-S-F.com or on Facebook, Mission Arts and Performance Project. I'm going to play a song from a band that a one of the founding members and elders of MAP uh, is part of, I'm talking about Jorge Molina, and who knows, we might see him a little bit later today. He sometimes comes in right before MAP um, to give a blessing, but um, uh, Jorge Molina is part of a really cool band called the Troublemakers Union, and he gave us their CD called Fight Back, and the song that we love to play the most off of this, um, even though they're all very good, is the anti-fascist funk. Everything, but everyone can do something. 
Can't be half-stepping when you're fighting fascism. Can't be no half-stepping. Do we want to whine or do we want to win? Do we want to whine or do we want to win? Moral, emotional, global pollution. You already know the real solution. Troublemakers Union. 
Jorge Molina is in that band. We're the troublemakers. Help us save the world. That's very appropriate for the Common Thread Collective, wouldn't you say, Diamond Dave? I would. Speaking of Jorge Molina, map, a, a, a day that went inexplicably intertwined with us, I'll put it that way. Map is the map, the mission. Arts and Performance Project is going to be coming up Saturday, that's tomorrow. And so it's coming fast, faster and faster, it seems. So with Allison, the library lady. Allison, what is going to be the theme and what are the high points of this week's map? Oh, well, um, this week's map is tomorrow, um, not far from here, 24th Street. That's it. Um, 16th Street. 18th Street. There are a lot of new venues, and I myself am trying to find out if um, if the website is functional. We'll find that out momentarily, but the main thing is that the theme of MAP is unity in resistance. That's what we need. And that's where about. I feel like we started the year, or we ended in December 2017 with something similar and now here we are halfway through 2018 and resisting every which way and some unity is what we came to consensus to at our meetings unity is what we need when resisting So, so map is Saturday Mathis. Any high points? You didn't mention the uh, well, up and down the street there'll be stuff. That's right, a- and the, um, and right around the corner at yeah, Secret Garden. Secret Gardens, for which, sure. Which um, is one of my favorite spots. Rain or shine, because of all those wonderful trees, the outdoor benches, um, holiday lights all year round, <laughs> and often candles and um, wonderful incense. performers and incense too. So, um, I guess that would lead in to our musicians, and then I can talk a little more later. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a good, Thanks, a good point. Now, Val, yeah, you're right, uh, Allison. We have two members of uh, Secret Gardens. They've been the hosts uh, month after month. I'm talking about Trio Cambio. But here are two of them, I guess we could call it this duet cambio. And we're so glad to see them come through the door, rolling in. So glad to see you. Uh, we see you here that somewhere you said, let's go down to the Common Thread Collective and play a couple songs. And you did it. Welcome. Let us, let us know, let us hear what it is you're going to be about. At the piano and at the guitar. Thanks so much, um, Allison and Diamond Dave and Global Val. Yes, we will be holding down the secret garden. We're actually going to be opening it up with a ceremony um, honoring the four directions. There'll be conch shells and incense to honor the ancestors. And then also we will have a um, cosmic sound journey called No Man's Jam, a women-led open jam that um, we will be looking forward to. And so we're here to promote that. And first, I will be playing a short Chopin etude in F minor.
Beautiful. Oh my goodness. What a what a classical treat that was. And what a joy. And I see that the third member, Cambia, has just come to the door. Hey, one song. So glad you're here. <laughs> you guys feel free. The stage is yours. And the world is ours. Um, Trio Cambio has grown a fourth member, which we now have Eric Costello Lee on the guitar. <laughs> and we actually never play um, covers, so you just heard me play a uh, classical Chopin cover, 200 years old. And now we're going to do another cover called yeah. The Rivers of Babylon. Uh -huh. Oh, nice. Oh, you're going to. Take me to the river, reggae on the river. There's, yeah, if you want to use them. Other guy. Maybe, yeah, wind song. If you want to use the uh, microphone that Kay had over by the um, piano. Oh, are you playing okay. the piano? Are you not going to shake and sing? Hi, everybody. How are y'all doing? Good, wind song. So it's kind of an interesting series of events that got me here at the same time as these wonderful people, but I'm delighted to be here. It's always good to play. Are we in tune? Um. One more, more, just to feel it out. Imagine us being by a river. Yeah, and carrying carrying the history of our beloved world and of all the struggles um, of our past and of the different strains of humanity coming together as one um, and transforming, transforming through history to a time of acceptance and a time of deeper understanding and a time of, of, of love. So, two, three. By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down, and there we went. So let the so let the words of my mouth 
please come join us and see us at MAP. We're going to be at the Secret Garden, which is on Harrison between 23rd and 24th. We'll be doing the It's no got a Man's yellow Jam. gate, and the gate will be open. We'll have a chalkboard outside announcing MAP, Mission Arts and Performance Project. Uh, tomorrow at 7 p.m. 7 p.m. in the 7 Secret p.m. Garden. 7 p.m. in the Secret Garden. Oh, oh how special. Yeah. It goes until 9. 9. Yeah, how, we have a great program lined up, too. How beautiful. Thank you so much. Com- Combia. Yeah, so, so g- 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 do one more. Oh, d- Dave wants to know if you, if you want to do yeah. one, one more. One more, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, you can do this guitar. Yeah, you want to say it? Yeah. You can introduce. And, and Erica's new to to Cambia. Erica is well. So yes. So we were trio Cambio with Sofia. She's at, she's at work, and so now Erica's on drums mostly. How and cool! So now we are four. Cambia meaning change and changing and ever changing, and we are now changing. And now is the change. Yeah. It's evolution. <laughs> evolution, that's right. And room for, you know, room for growth. And maybe always, mm-hmm. like, have a place for expansion in our lives and, like, just being aware of that and mm-hmm. when it should happen and mm-hmm. what way. <laughs> yeah. I hate. <laughs> Okay, so this song may be familiar to some of you here. I'd like to dedicate this action, this action, (laughs) this song, which is an action. Yes. Um to those of us who came out yesterday morning to call attention to the problem that we have in San Francisco of ignoring things that are very important, such as, such as housing. And housing is a human right. We will not give up the fight. And we were part of this action yesterday called Stop Texploitation. Lisa called the Google buses to a halt. We piled all the electric scooters in front of them. And we said, no electronic device should have more rights than a human being. So this song goes out to those who aren't, maybe are unaware of the senses that they have and they're just, to the world around you when you when you when you're gonna realize to be seen you must take off your disguise we are the movers and the and the shakers we are the movers and the makers and the earthquakers we are the movers and the makers and the shakers we are the movers and the makers and the shakers we are the movers and the makers and the earthquakers we are the 
are the movers and the makers and the shakers. Just to call attention to our abilities as human beings who look around us. Also known as neighbors. Neighbors, absolutely. It's not such a crazy concept, you know, San Francisco. We have something we like to say here. There is nothing you can do or say that'll make us turn away. We will keep on loving you. Each and every single day, we will stop and we will pray. And we will sing this song for you, even if you're walking around blind. and the shakers we are the movers and the makers and the earthquakers we are the movers and the makers and the shakers we are the movers and the makers and the shakers we are the movers and the makers and the earthquakers we are the movers and the makers and the shakers join us we are the movers and the makers and the shakers we are the movers and the makers and the earthquakers we are the movers and the Change it up. Power to the people. Change it up. Power to the people. Shake it up. Power to the people. Change it up. Shout out to Diamond Dave.
the movers. That's why we're here. So move it. Yeah. Cast a wide net. Cast a wide net. Don't panic. Keep it organic. Cambia. Cambia. Today. Wow. Oh, that was so sweet. I can only say today is the first day of the rest of our life. Let's keep it moving, keep it rolling, because that's what we're we about to do. Summer is ahead, and then election day is next Tuesday, and beyond that, there's going to be a lot of interesting things happening. And so come on down to the Secret Garden tomorrow. At 7 o'clock, it's going to be a beautiful evening, and it'll be a special event ceremony, I believe. Do I have that right, Val? That's what the word is. So let's do it. Thank you, Cambia, uh, yeah. for gracing us with your presence and your energy and making sure that we're all present. Um, that's so important, and uh, it really helps to uh, boost what, what we're all about here on the Common Thread Collective. And yeah, go on out to the Secret Garden for MAP. Check out Mission Arts and Performance Project. It's going to be going on throughout the evening, free events in various spaces and places. Uh, Library Lady has the schedule right in front of her. Oh, yeah, there's actually some newer spots. Um, well, yeah, Secret Garden, 23rd, on Harrison near 23rd, 2775 Harrison. Pathos on Harrison is often ground zero after party. Starts at 9 o'clock with David Kubrin and Jorge Molina. Um, I heard he might be here today. Well, it's just a guess. Yeah. Uh, sometimes he comes by uh, the day before a map to oh, do a little blessing, right. but we'll see. It's he's a, welcome. Oh, you know, he's welcome, yeah. yeah. It's 520 right now, so we'll, we're going we'll to be wrapping up here in the next 15, 20 minutes or so. Super. Okay, well, Community Music Center will be performing again, and the reason I want to mention them is that they've been around a long time. They don't have the opportunity to do map every session, but I ran into one of the singers from their um, Cuban salsa ensemble. I ran into her on BART the other day going downtown, and she said, yes, they are 544 Cap Street between 20th and 21st Community Music Center starting at 630 and going till 9.30, but you know how that salsa dancing is. Who knows? Right. I, I stumbled into that one last map. And uh, it was a whole it was a whole room full of salsa salsa in. Oh um, yeah. People it, were having a good time. 
yeah. And that's it, a really cool space, the, the, the Mission Community Music Center. I, I had never been inside before, but it's a really beautiful little kind of auditorium. And they have summer school classes there, too, um, yeah. if for, for kids if um, or young people who um, either have uh, zero to some um, pre, uh, some in- instrument training. So check out their summer camps, too. Oh yeah, that's um, that's wonderful that you remember that because um, it we get the little postcards sometimes mm-hmm. at the library, and sometimes all we get is one poster. But um, so we love to just remind p- people and parents if you're looking for something fun and educational together. Right, and yeah. um, there there are some I believe there are some scholarships available as well. Oh, super! Yeah. Okay, well, um, some other venues, just real quick. Red Poppy Art House, which Aww. actually is, um, you know, I think that's where it all began. Yes. With MAP. And yes, they will be part of the whole thing. And someone from Mission Cultural Center was reminding us at one of the meetings that this is the 15th year of MAP or coming into the 15th year. So they're planning okay. a celebration at one of the maps later this year. Wow. So keep your eyes on the MAPP Facebook page, Mission Arts and Performance Project, and um, often the website is available as well. Or just talk to one of the artists if you run into somebody on BART or in the neighborhood or downtown or wherever they might be here at Mutiny Radio. Just check in um, face-to-face, as David Kubrin would say, because he's not on Facebook, but Good for he's David available. Kubrin. Yes, and as Cambia just reminded us, a place where you can look people in the eye and become aware, and even if you're blind, we're, we're going to be there for you. So um, right. MAP is a great experience, um, whether you're from here and you've never been, or if you're in the neighborhood and you go sometimes, or if you're visiting from out of town what a great opportunity to really get immersed in the local uh, arts and music culture of san francisco because there's poetry there's dance there's music there's sometimes there's the mime troupe is the, is the mime troupe on there this time um because they have a little place on treat now that's right they, i didn't see them this time oh, i those. did hear that they have a lot of youth performance sessions coming up this summer maybe we'll get to see one of those around um, the city or around the Bay Area, hopefully. Um, but some of the, oh, now this is interesting. I'm gonna go to the very end of the list and that is because Radio Havana Social Club is um, joining in. I don't know if they've been at MAP in a while. I'm not sure, but um, here they are. They um, got a variety of music and spoken word and a session called map storytelling by you okay sounds like an open mic for storytelling at the radio habana and that's on valencia right it's like between 21st and 22nd maybe yeah it's near the corner of corner of 22nd right near where city college opens on to valencia the mission campus Campus. so 1109 valencia near 22nd that's starting at eight and um okay then going backwards another newer space noise bridge which is right a combination of 
actors and artists and hackers and musicians and a whole bunch of other cool stuff. I went there a couple weeks ago, and um, they've got Lightning Talks, Noisebridge Social, and StoryCorps. This is kind of special because it'll be during the day. It starts at 1 o'clock tomorrow, Noisebridge Hackerspace, 2169 Mission, third floor, between 18th and 17th. And um, it'll be 1 to 6. It sounds like something new and inventive and lots of spoken word, but I know some of them are professional actors. I think there's going to be some theater. And I've got... um, just a couple more venues to mention. Artillery Art Gallery at Mission near 24th. Alley Cat Books, Mission Cultural Center. And don't forget, Adobe Books is often part of the scene. Check it out. They're right down the street from Alley Cat, so it doesn't hurt to just wander by and see what's up at Adobe Books. And um, that's it, but it'll be all day and into the night, starting at Noisebridge and panning out around the Mission, up and down Mission Street, up and down 24th and in the neighborhood anyway thank you val it um map is um a welcoming place for artists musicians storytellers um we've had all of the above at the library and i'm really always glad just to come and help out so that's what i'm going to do tomorrow Thank you, Allison, our library lady, as Dave likes to call you, which is really a great, I, I think it's a fun name to radio it name. And now the library yeah. lady. Um, we're happy that you're part of the Common Thread Collective um, to bring us these good news and good words and sometimes a good poem and a, or a good book um, and just lots of great community information. So thanks for helping out with MAP. Um, and yeah, Artillery Gallery, which you mentioned, that's going to be a spot where people can actually go and pick up the physical paper map um but you can check out the facebook page or if you're like david kubrin who actually run you know as a founding member of map doesn't have facebook go to artillery galley pick up the <laughs> paper map and you can follow it all around the neighborhood or if uh, we think the website's probably going to be updated if it's not already updated map that's m-a-p-p that's for Mission Arts and Performance Project, M-A-P-P-S-F.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you'll find it all right there. And it looks like you do have something. The library lady has a book in her hand. Not surprised. What's up, Allison? Okay. Well, just really quick. Um, speaking of the library, um, Mission Branch Book Club in English, The our last meeting was um, earlier this year where we were reading an Italian author, Um, Elena Ferrante. Well, now here in June with summer reading kickoff, we're going to kick off with um, a dystopian but somewhat timely older title, The Dispossessed by Ursula Le Guin. Um, We will be talking about it uh, Monday, June 25th, 5 o'clock at, um, well, call the library for more information. The Um, location to be announced but um, in April we were able to meet at Adobe Books. It is highly possible we will be there again um, 5 o'clock Monday, June 25th 
the phone number to call the library, you can ask for the second floor information desk. It's 415-355-2800 or just stop by any day of the week, 24th and Bartlett, second floor. You can pick up a copy or reserve it. Um, a lot of you have heard of Ursula Le Guin, but um, for those of you who haven't, she did pass away recently. Um, she had been a Bay Area icon as well as um, known to be a sci-fi writer with universal themes. Um, very talented, very long-lived, born in 1929 and passed away January 2018. And um, yes, it, she was born here in Berkeley, passed away in Oregon. Her book, The Dispossessed, uh, just a little quick blurb, An Ambiguous Utopia. It came out in 1974. Um, it won the Nebula Award for Best Novel that year and received a nomination for the Don W. Campbell Memorial Award in 1975. According to Wikipedia, it achieved a degree of literary recognition unusual for sci-fi works due to its exploration of many themes, including anarchism, revolutionary societies, capitalism, individualism, and collectivism, all in one book. So, as I was saying, it she did touch on ideas, um, and the societal conditions that would appeal to almost any audience back then and today. So hope to see you there. And if not, just pick it up because, as I said, a very timely novel. Well, thank you for the excellent recommendation. So Monday, June 25th at 5 p.m. Did you say at the library or well, maybe possibly um, at Adobe the library, Books? Possibly at Adobe Books. Um, okay. That will well, be finalized within uh, the next two weeks. Call us for more information or check the library website. That's http colon slash slash <laughs> sfpl dot org. We have a monthly calendar. And um, we have a whole variety of book clubs. If you don't like ours or you're not available, you can get links to other book clubs just by looking up our event or any book club event. And um, don't forget, we have many branches. They're open every day, including Sundays. Yes, to the library, a community resource that we should always cherish and protect and utilize. So if you're into the book club idea, check out this really interesting sounding novel, The Dispossessed, Ursula McGuin. Le Guin. <laughs> That's L-E-G-U-I-N. I was just putting a little French twist on it because um, it's a French name, Le Guin, uh, or Absolutely. Le Guin, if you must pronounce the N. Thank you, Allison. So, folks, uh, you have been listening to the Common Thread Collective today. What a day here at Mutiny Radio. We had a candidates forum for the three three people who are running against Nancy Pelosi for the uh, House of Representatives seat to represent District 12 of California, which is San Francisco. Uh, the vast majority of San Francisco uh, is District 12. Uh, I, I highly recommend that um, you 
check out um, what these candidates are about. Um, Shahid Buttar, really an impressive individual, um, multi-talented. Shahid is S-H-A. HID. Um, you can check out shahidforchange.us. Um, Barry Hermanson, who's running on the Green Party ticket, Barry number four, congress.com. Um, and also Ryan Kajaste, uh, Kajaste for congress.com. So um, some really inspiring um, leaders, emerging leaders, people who um, have thrown their hat in the ring because they're tired of the same old song and dance in our two-party system that so often fails us. And so we're happy to be here at Mutiny Radio to be a a gathering place for independent voices, free speech, um, open conversation, uh, to look at some of the important things that that we face as as a society and, of course, as individuals um, in this society and also for our environment. Um, I want to thank my guests for Women's Magazine today. I had um, uh, Deb Callahan call in from the... Bay Area. Oh, I always forget what 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 organization. Do. I'm sorry, Deb. I have I have an yes. The Bay Area Open Space. Yes. Um, Bay Area Open Space Council. Deb Callahan called in to talk about Proposition 68, which is on the uh, California ballot this coming Tuesday, um, to fund uh, huge projects to protect our water, um, to um, um, to help uh, California ready itself for um, climate change uh, with droughts and fires and such. Um, Also for parks and uh, restoration projects, um, conservation projects, all throughout the state of California, Um, not just uh, pet projects per se, but um, through different water districts and through different voting districts and uh, so a, a really big measure, uh, it's a bond measure, um, $4.1 billion, uh, the state of California bond measure. Um, but as Deb so aptly, um, you know, kind of laid out when I asked her, well, what do you say to people who's, who uh, don't want to put California into further debt? And she had a very pragmatic answer. It's kind of like, when do you take out a loan or a mortgage or use your credit card? It's only for things that are very big and very important. Otherwise, you're kind of abusing it. Um, so um, that's what a bond is in in, a, in social terms. It's it's a loan, and we repay it and with interest. But uh, it's an investment in something huge, which is our collective environment, and especially our, our waterways. So um, thank you, Deb Callahan. So anybody who wants to get, you know, tune into. All of these shows that we've had where candidates have come or we've spoken um, about the propositions and things like that, um, you, I, I posted all the links on my website, globalval.blogspot.com. It's the first one that'll come up and you can just click around and see who you want to listen to. Um, maybe you want to do a little bit of homework this weekend. Just uh, turn it on, make some breakfast, hang out, chat with your friends and your family, your housemates, uh, whoever it may be, and um, let the candidates kind of speak for themselves, which is what I've been trying to do, what we've been trying to do here, Dave. Hey, Dave. And we'll continue. Uh, we'll continue. Now, election day is Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So this is our last uh, our last show until Tuesday. 
We want to invite people to come down. People to come down. We're going to have just this kind of discussions called Where We Go From Here. Next Friday. And I want to mention the fact that John played. He's got a couple of his songs. They were great. I've been doing election. Mm-hmm. And then it was so good, so good to have, to have us wind out. By, uh, wind out by the former, uh, the former, um, uh, the former trio combio. No. Trio duo. Now it's only trio. Now it's Cambia. 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 Just excuse me. I'm really tired. Cambia, also known as No Man's Jam. Yeah, that's... Cambia, No Man's Jam. Here we are. Yeah, the No Man's Jam is a, a special cosmic sound journey that they that they and, and some other musicians, all women-led, women. are, are going to be... Uh, opening up at the Secret Garden at 7 o'clock tomorrow night, Saturday, June 2nd. Um, a couple other announcements before we go, because um, we're getting at, we're going to wrap up here pretty soon. Um, another, well, we talked about MAP being all day tomorrow. Um, I also want to announce there's an event over at Fort Mason, um, which is an, it's, it's an Italian food festival, wow. and it's free to attend. And at five, it's all day, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. at Fort Mason Building C. It's the Italo-Americano Muse- Museum. And um, our friend and the poetess Jennifer Barone uh-huh. is going to be um, reading from her book, Saporoso, which is Poems of Italian Food and Love. Take a poop. So she's going to be... Uh, <laughs> She's going to be reading at five o'clock, from five o'clock to six o'clock. So, so I wanted to uh, maybe read a poem from Jennifer Barone because I'm not sure where I'm going to go tomorrow. If I'm going to go out to see her, if I'm going to come out to map, if I'm going to be able to do both, or if I'm going to just take the day off and regenerate. Um, so. What's up, Dave? I'd like to read one, too. Go ahead. Well, I'll wait for you to read. Then no, I'll it's read. okay. i got to find oh, mine. You okay, go ahead. Let me find you go first. Okay. Interacting, intersecting, and relating with the people we meet. Entertaining and being, being entertained by the, by the folks along the way. This is what we do. That's what we encourage. That's what we do right here at Muni Radio. It's a common thread collective that has cast that wide net. Find that common thread. Let your life flourish and don't panic. As they sang, we're keeping it organic. And the doors will be open. The folks are invited in each and every Friday at 3 o'clock to 6 o'clock. A lot, plenty of room to make it happen. I'll be your MC. Who's the MC? Well, I'll be doing that saying saying nobody goes away mad, nobody goes away sad, everybody goes away glad, able to do what they came to do. Support the people, they'll support you. Unite with the many to oppose the few. Feed the people, they'll feed you. Encourage one another, support one another, love one another, take down the walls, open the doors, get rid of the borders too. Families, bands, tribes, communities, collectives, collectivas, I believe in that. But borders just lying on their map. So it's about supporting one another. Tomorrow's Secret Garden, 7 o'clock, the, the, the ceremony, the ceremony, of, uh, the ceremony will be going on. I'm talking about, uh, I'm, I'm talking about the ceremony going on. I'm talking about uh, Cambio. Say it again. Cambio. Cambia. Cambia. This is Cambia. Permanent. It's a plural. Cambia. A woman because it's a no man's jam. I can't wait. All right.
Well, I hope everybody gets to go out and enjoy all of the beautiful offerings in San Francisco Bay Area. Also, um, one quick announcement. If you would like to um, continue to support the West Berkeley Shell Mound, there's supposed to be a decision regarding the proposed development at the site of 1900 4th Street in Berkeley. Uh, expected this coming Tuesday, which is Election Day as well. Um, but if you'd like to call and support that site as not becoming a, you know, a, not being demolished and uh, uh, preserved as it is as a California historic site, a 4,700-year-old ceremonial site that is still used by the Ohlone people of, of uh, the Bay Area. Um, you should contact the city manager or the planning department or the city attorney um, at cityofberkeley.info, manager at cityofberkeley.info, uh, T. Burroughs at cityofberkeley.info, or attorney at cityofberkeley.info. So I'm going to read you a poem from Jennifer Barone, and then I'm going to read you a poem of my own. So uh, Jennifer Jennifer Barone's book, Saporoso, um, reissued by Feather Press, uh, which is a, um, a press that is dedicated to um, the poetry and prose of, of female writers. And her poem here is called, Even the Tomato is an, is an Immigrant. Sailing from Peru to the land on the moon-faced pizza, whose crust rode hot winds of Sirocco heading north from Persia. The fusion of origins made for new tastes, experimental combinations of voyage, imported itself. Who knows how the tomato became a sauce? What confusion it faced? What persecution? Was it a revelation to Italian hands who marveled at its nightshade flesh? Did they bite its bulbous body, crying out in tart surprise? Or was it so foreign that they tossed it back into the sea, belonging nowhere? It's not easy to reinvent yourself. A refugee looking for a place to land, as my grandparents did, set adrift between, between worlds. Il pomodoro might as well have become blood, a golden apple from the garden before anyone knew of sin, poised with shining seeds to grow its vines in fresh soil, unaware it would one day become impossible to imagine a dish without it. So that is a poem from Jennifer Barone. Um, again, go out. You can go out to Fort Mason tomorrow, uh, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. for the um, in Building C for the Italian Gourmet Food Festival, which is free to attend. And then she'll be um, reading from her book Saporoso: Poems of Italian Food and Love at 5 p.m. So I'd like to read a poem too. I'm going to wrap it up. It's been a good day here. Very, very good day. Oh, thank you, Allison. So this one is for all of you. The pen in my hand is thick today. It looks ready to get to work. Not sleek, but functional. It clicks and prints, and that's all I need to write you this poem, this love letter to your craft, your art, your passion, your intuitive genius. This, pe this pen and I want to send words of encouragement to you and your creative tools for symbiotic flow, for eking harmony out of chaos, for the spark between you, the touch of anticipation for what will become a testament to your love. My pen and I celebrate you. Throw the ball, paint a wall, sing a song, walk or crawl, push or steer, pour a beer, hang a light, blow glass into sight.
I'm Global Val. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we hope that what we've provided here for you today helps you to uh, understand that people who are out there uh, caring and trying to enact change in our communities, in our world, and in our wild world of politics. So again, check out globalval.blogspot.com for all of the links to all of our political conversations from the past few months. And I hope it helps you do your homework before Tuesday when you can vote. Remember, you can if you didn't register, you can still go um, for the first time uh, to your local election, like your central election office, basically, wherever you may be um, in California, uh, and you can register and vote that day. For San Francisco, that means you can go to the Office of Elections in City Hall in the basement, which sounds kind of scary, but no, it's beautiful because City Hall is beautiful here in San Francisco. I want to thank all of my guests who have come in during this election season. Um, Amy Farrah Weiss, Angela Alioto, London Breed, um, Michelle Bravo, who joined us today, uh, Shahid Buttar, Barry Hermanson, uh, Josh Jones, who's running for governor on the green ticket, um, Ryan Kajaste, and uh, oh, do we have any other candidates? I don't know. But we did have people who came from CAVO, which is the California Association of Voting Officials, who came to talk about um, the necessity for open source software for voting um voting machines. We talked to Art Persico. Um, we talked to folks from um, the Democratic Socialists of America, um, the Progressive Democrats. It's, it, we've had a lot of cool people who've come in to, to talk about what's important, not just to them, but to the communities and the coalitions that they're forming. Time is now. Change is happening. And we are happy to be a voice of it, <clears throat> even as I lose my own. Peace to everybody. Lots of love. Um, Keep doing what you're doing. I know there's something good in there. And uh, you matter. And uh, thanks for being part of Mutiny Radio. Uh, also, you can support Mutiny Radio in many ways. One of them is if you go to GoFundMe, we have the Mutiny Radio Summer Fundraiser 2018. We'd really appreciate the help. Rents go up. And uh, we want to keep the doors and lights and mics open for you. Peace, y'all. Stay tuned. The Happy Hour Open Mic Comedy is coming up next. And uh, they always have a good time. So stay tuned.
constraints. We do not give up, will not give up. That dream will not give up that dream. Just please make sure my grave's kept clean.
everyone. Welcome to Women's Magazine here at MutinyRadio.fm. Fucking San Francisco. Merry fucking Christmas. This is Free Speech Radio. I don't swear that often, even though I could. But you know what? Hey, you know what? It's the holidays, so tis the season. I'm going to play you some music today. I'm going to be playing them pretty much uh, all day here on Women's Magazine and also on Common Thread Collective. This is off of a really cool album, a holiday album from a local brass trio called Lip Service. Um, headed up by trumpeteer Aaron Priscorn and friends uh, Audra Loveland on French horn, which is a very tricky instrument to play. It's one of those loopy ones. And Matthew de Pasquale. So uh, here we go. The Lip Service Brass Trio Halliday album. Um, Carol of the Bells, of course. Bell Carol. I'll be right back. This is Global Val, by the way. Merry fucking Christmas. Yo viviendo plena, supieron que estaba sola y me estaba 
Welcome to the Weekly Review with Roman. Thanks for joining us. Today, it's Friday, February 1st, 2019. We're broadcasting live from Mutiny Radio. We're in San Francisco. We're on Ohlone land, and we're grateful for folks for listening in. Today, I am joined by Otter Tang, co-founder of Untold Improv. Otter, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, absolutely. I thought we'd start off the show with some Richie Valens, um, who passed away. It was, uh, it'll be 60 years on February 3rd. And La Bamba was like one of these, one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. So, yeah, um, there's a there's a great Code Switch episode. Not to plug other radio. Oh no, shows, please, but, uh, plug away. There's a Code Switch where they talk about um, La Bamba and what and what it means. That's sort of uh, under the theme of like national anthems. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'd be curious to hear about that for sure. Yeah. So oftentimes I'll start the show with a rant. I'm sure I will get into it at some point during the during the episode. A lot's happened this past week, as in previous weeks. That's also no change there. I'll also provide a trigger warning is that many of the things we may be talking about, <sighs> folks might need a second, a second to like kind of step away or take a breath. I know I do sometimes, even when I'm on the air. So just wanting to start off with that. I, I appreciate that a yeah. lot. So I thought we could start off. You can talk a little bit about yourself, about Untold Improv, wherever the conversation goes, uh, we will find out. Yeah. So um, I'm Otter Tang. I'm a co-founder of Untold Improv. We, My co-founder, April, and I created a space in the end of 2017, um, specifically for uh, people of color. Uh, our, our mission statement is that we're here to serve communities of color that have historically been excluded or underrepresented in performing arts, mm-hmm. and we do that specifically through improv. Um, and and I could tell you a lot about our our uh, the underpinning philosophy, I guess. Um, but that's that's the short version. Okay, I, I, we also have plenty of time. So if you feel like getting into the longer version at some point or now, that's totally welcome as well. Yeah. Uh, so Untold Improv, uh, the name itself, Untold, is about all the stories um, that don't get told. So part of that is just the the underrepresentation. If we look in film, television, even improv spaces, um, there's not a lot of people of color. And even when they're there, they're often in tokenized roles or they're the only ones or, you know, uh, there's there's just not the full range of stories that we know from our own lives yes. that exist. And so we wanted to create a space that was centered on the stories and the experiences of people of color so that they could just be and safe space is like such an overused word and, and, and don't even intend it necessarily to be safe. One of the things we say in our statement to students is that um, we believe one uh, everyone deserves a safe space. Mm-hmm. Two, the world is not a safe place. Yes. And three, privilege is how much uh, access you have to safety. Right. You know, so even just being in an improv space, which I, I've gone through other organizations and they'll talk about like, oh, we want this to be a safe space for people to fail. Well, even how comfortable people feel failing 
depends on gender and race and the families they come from and all sorts of different experiences that right. they've had. And so, you know, I always thought it was a bit disingenuous to say like, oh, this is a safe space because I've said so. Right, right. Like playing, playing a lot of like lip service. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, I've um, I studied and performed improv for a while. I was out in New York performing out there and then uh, here in the Bay Area as well. So I definitely have a lot of feelings and certainly experiences. And I also just really appreciate that there is more theaters opening up with that with your framework in mind, certainly just to serve more people. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, speaking of, of other theaters, I think a lot of them do a lot of great work and, yeah. and I'm, I personally like came through a lot of those, those theaters. And so I, I appreciate them a lot. Um, and I think in, in talking to April, both of us have had experiences where for, for reasons we couldn't quite pinpoint, we were just weren't clicking all the time. Yes. Some of the classes were uncomfortable yes. or there were people in the classes that were doing things and like no one knew how to handle it, including the teachers. And yeah. so it just, I, I pushed through, I, I luckily had, um, the fo first group that I was in, like when I was a student, I had, it was relatively representative. Um, and so I felt comfortable to like continue through and I really, really loved it. And, um, April, meanwhile, had some experiences where she was one of the few women of color in the spaces. Uh, some of the things that were said were really uncomfortable. There was this heteronormativity through the whole thing oh. of like, everything is, oh, you're my girlfriend. You're my wife. Yes. You're, um, yeah, that was kind of it, actually. Oh, my mom, right? Like, girlfriend, wife, mom. Like, those are yep. the three. Secretary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, when I when I began improv, uh, I was viewed as female, so definitely I remember plenty of scenes where I would introduce myself as an astronaut, and I'd still end up like as their assistant. And I'm like, wait, what? Are you not? It's like, are you just not listening, or is there some misogyny that's over? You know what? What's actually happening here? And it was really difficult to to figure out, especially at the beginning, what was happening. Yeah, because you know all the astronaut secretaries that we know, like when yes. when they retire from NASA, yeah. they go. Sally and, Ride, famous yeah. famous secretary. Yeah, <laughs> Mae Jemison. Yeah, yeah. All, yeah so, uh, yeah. So, oh yes. So, okay. So, yeah. Whew. Okay, I got brought back a little bit in my mind there. So, just taking a moment for that, and just the the frustration in terms of. And that was like only, you know, one, one, uh, example of that. Yeah. I think, happens I, a lot. I think that's a, a reminder. Like, so as much as the frustrating or negative experiences are part of what indicated a need for a new space, I think we have, I have tried to create untold improv, not as a rejection of the negativity, but to just be centered on the positivity. I think it's really easy in my own life. I, I sometimes, particularly in the last two years with the news environment we've had, which which is to say like the world we're living in where a lot of the stories that have been happening before are just being covered more intensely. Right. That it's easy to get in these holes of, uh, of trauma and uh, hardship and, and just to center on that. And one of the things I, I recently had the opportunity to hear Angela Davis speak, and she talked about, yes, there's a lot of work to be done and our social movements aren't moving as quickly as, as we had hoped that they would. And there's also been a lot of progress and there's a loss, also a lot of joy and that 
if we only focus on what's serious and what's hard, you know, we burn out. Right. And so trying to create uh, spaces for joy. And so I think that's one of the things that I really view. In some ways, I view Untold Improv as kind of an activist movement. And I don't mean that to like take space from activists who are like pushing for social change. I mean it as like, we're a space where people can experience joy Mm -hmm. and have their spirits lifted so that they can go out in the world and do whatever work it is that they want to do. Yes. Oh yeah. It's, and it's really important. And I know that for a lot of folks who have done improv, it really can enrich one's life. It's also about finding community and making connections and networking. And the great thing about improv is that like anyone can do it. So no matter where you're coming from, it's really ideally can offer a space for, for absolutely anyone. And I also recognize there's also like, can be very much a drama therapy aspect to it as well for folks. Yeah. And I, I think what you just said about it being a space for, for everyone is if if there's like on one hand, it's true. And then I think on the other hand, the, the way that it can be set up sometimes does exclude people. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and that's true of, of any art form. Like I, sure. I do believe art is for everyone. That doesn't mean that having literally everyone in one, one room is going to create the best art. Right. Right. And so I think, you know, one of the things um, that's been in, at least in the news that I've been consuming recently, there's been a lot of reflections on um, integration, for mm-hmm. example. Um, you know, it's been, about 50 years from since a lot of the the height of the civil rights movement and in the late sixties where a lot of the schools were integrating and all of those fights. And one of the things that's been said about that is integration didn't necessarily enrich the experience for black students. Mm -hmm. You had these beautiful schools where black students got to be around other black people. And uh, there was, they weren't in a racist environment. Yes. They wanted, equal resources. They wanted better textbooks. They wanted, you know, to be funded. Right. Right. And that's school funding is something that we've seen very much in the news all the way through today. Um, but a lot of those students who did become the early people, early, you know, integrators, so to speak, like had really had like worse psychological and, and physical health outcomes from, from being put into an environment where they were surrounded by hostile, white people. I'm always yes. afraid to say white people because Oh, and say it. I mean this show it's uh, I mean hostile white people. Are there any other kinds of white people? Oh, I I recently I'm glad actually glad you asked that cuz there were like uh my friend at at improv last night. We just had a class and and she said that a helpful distinction she found was like there are white people and then there are people who happen to be white. Mm-hmm. And like it's this helpful distinction. I think she got it from Amanda Seals. Mm-hmm. Um but Basically, that there are people who weaponize their whiteness, mm-hmm. and then there are people who are white and yes. are situated that way in society. Um, and I think know how that that they are that they do wield whiteness, yes. and so yeah. they try and be mindful of it. But um, not, I know I think you were making a joke, but I, yeah. I want like <laughs> yes, hostile white people they're everywhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I say that from. Yes, as someone who is white, that's, yeah. Oh, goodness. Okay. Taking a lot of deep breaths here. There's, yeah, a lot going on, certainly. 
So what, um, as far as with Untold Improv has, are there any surprises that you found so far in, or things that you were not expecting that have come up so far? I was not expecting for what we were doing to be so different from what other improv experiences have been like for me. Mm-hmm. We, I, I don't, we weren't trying to like create something different from the rest of improv. And in, in many ways it's not like, it's a lot of the same games. It's a lot of the same activities. And at the same time, like it, it is different. We've had, we had two people who had done a lot of improv and they ended up taking our class. Um, they, they were just dropping in for the first class cause they wanted to see what we were doing mm-hmm. and they ended up um, staying for the whole the whole time so our, our classes are usually two months long and so they were just coming by the first class just to like check us out they had mm-hmm. seen us on Facebook and they ended up staying for the whole two months and, and doing the whole whole course as a student even though they've done courses other places and when I talked to them about you know why why did you decide to do this um, you know we could fill two hours talking about what, what they've told me yeah, yeah. But, but one of the things they've said is it's so different and April and I sometimes marvel at that because we didn't intend to create something different from the other spaces mm-hmm. uh, in that we wanted it basically just like, okay, if we create a space that's for people of color improv for people of color, then we can have the same experience just like without all the, the toxic whiteness that right. happens in some other spaces. And in the process, like in the ways that we built our classes, like we have, we go over community expectations and agreements on our first class and we revisit them every class. Mm -hmm. And then that's true even for our drop-in workshops that are only two and a half hours. Like we make sure that we cover that so that we've, we intentionally create a space for all the things that improv is, which is a failure and connection and community and um, being silly. And, And sometimes it's just being like, one of our things is you have permission to be silly and to fail. teachers about like how do we do this yes and a lot of the teachers were like oh well i just say like go look at our statement on the website yeah and that's not always enough right right